Are you in a doctoral program and you feel like you are a new student and like you just got there because you don't know the process? Maybe you feel like you don't even know the people. And sometimes are you working on your paper and you feel like you're kind of clueless? Well, this episode is just for you. Let's dive in. Well, hello, doc students. Welcome to the Grad School for Grown Folks podcast. I am your host, Dr. Tanya Vetter. Welcome to today's episode where we are going to talk about the people, the process, and yes, your paper. I am excited about this topic and episode because it's actually based on a workshop that I do. Yep. This is based on a workshop that I give called The People, The Process, and Your Paper. Yep. You know what? If you don't know about the politics of your program, yeah, yeah, man, you got to know that there are politics involved. I remember telling one of my clients, um, and I think I talk about this on another episode where I was telling a client of mine about the politics of higher education and she wanted to tell me how she doesn't play politics. And I said, well, hmm. If you don't play politics, <laughs> then you might not be graduating. That may be why it is taking you nine years <laughs> to graduate. Yeah. So there is politics involved. You need to know the people, the process, and yes, even the paper in your graduate program. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today, you guys know I work in threes. I'm going to share three of the most common mistakes. And I'm not going to go into too much detail because here's what you've got to do. You've got to head over to dissertation.com and check out the workshops that I give and see when I'm going to give this workshop again. This is one of those workshops that you don't want to miss, especially if you're a newbie in um, in school, one of the things that I have found that my clients have shared with me is uh, they have found that this has been extremely instrumental for online learners. Yeah, because they don't get the face-to-face interaction uh, that the face-to-face clients do get. So they get to learn about their instructors and all of that good stuff because they're in a face-to-face um, environment, right? But when you're in an online um, environment, That can be really, really tricky. What I do love about what I get to do is I have worked in a face-to-face environment as a graduate assistant for the Writing Center and with doc students, and I have worked in an online environment with doc students. So yes, your girl has experience working in both arenas, which is why I am the perfect person to talk to you about this. So, hey, I'm telling you, we're going to talk about who you need to know and understand the foundations of the structure of the program you're in. I think sometimes we're so excited to be chosen to be in the program. We never even think about the people that are 
going to be working with us. We don't we don't even think about the fact that, yeah, there is an actual art to the relationships that you need to build. And I'm not going to go deep into that because you need to register for the workshop in order to get those gems. I'm just going to touch a few of the most common mistakes that happen and you need to sign up for the workshop so that you do not either continue making them if you're already in the program or if you don't or uh, so that you don't make them if you're deciding to jump into or either apply for a program all right so either way I want you to understand the people, the process, and notice that the paper is the last thing on the list. It's usually the first thing, getting tongue-tied, tongue-twisted here. It's usually the first thing that we think about. The paper is actually the last thing. You got to think about the people. You got to think about the process first because the people is going to be the who, uh, you deal with, right? Um, and then the process is going to be understanding your study uh, in the way that you're going to do things. And this is going to be really key to you becoming less stressful so that you can actually enjoy your journey of being a student. And then the paper, well, you know, the paper is going to be the paper. So let's dive in. The first common mistake that candidates make when dealing with the people is going to be that they usually depend on their chair and their committee to lead their study. I see it time and time again. They hands down, they get attached to their committee. They get attached to the people and they don't get attached to their study. That's a huge mistake. And what I'm going to say is you want to get to know your study better than you know your committee. And I will share one of the obvious reasons why. Turnover, turnover, turnover. Turnover, turnover. I can't say that enough. You know, hey, people are here today and they retire tomorrow. That's a fact. So what you want to do is you want to get familiar with your study more than you get familiar with your committee and anything else. If you want to get attached to anything, it better be that topic. Yep. Number two, let me tell you the most common process mistake people make. Candidates choose a topic from a place of passion. Now, you guys know <laughs> on the episode where I talk about choose a topic you like, not love, which is one of my favorite episodes. If you have not heard that episode, I want you to go back and listen to it. I would say that's probably one of the most common mistakes that we have made. I know that I've made it because I chose a topic that I was in love with, right? And ended up at the end falling I won't say out of love with it but definitely I was kind of burned out I should say um and I integrate mindfulness on a different level in every activity that I do but what I will say is it definitely changed my relationship with my topic because you pick it apart and not only that you are forced to stand there while others pick it apart you know, I can see if it's not medical, like if you are somebody who wants to be a doctor, you are expected to not become bored of that topic. But I'll be very honest. I've seen people and I've heard people get bored of that topic. We see it and hear it all the time. Right. So be careful. I would say choose a topic you like that solves a problem that's interesting 
that's interesting versus one that you love, right? Not one that you're so attached to because people are going to pick it apart. They're going to dissect it. They're going to find holes in it. And so are you. You're going to be tied to it for years at nauseum, right? So choose a topic you love. Uh, I'm sorry. So don't choose a topic you love. Choose a topic that's relevant, that solves a problem that you like. Yes. So that at the end, after you graduate, you can actually go and really delve into a topic you love without people poking holes in it. And you can bask off in the wind and jolly off and journey off and enjoy it in peace. (laughs) And number three, let me tell you the most common mistake people make with their paper. They are candidates who start writing before they understand the structure of a dissertation. Absolutely. Yes. These are the people who just start writing, 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 writing. They're so excited. They're just going at it. Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to get familiar with the structure of a dissertation. So yeah, maybe find out what a dissertation actually is. Maybe you want to get familiar with the different types of dissertations. Start there. Yeah, maybe get familiar with the word phenomenological first (laughs) before you start writing the word phenomenological. Yeah, and grounded theory and narrative and all of those important things. I've seen this a lot, right? We start writing before we understand what a dissertation is and understanding what a dissertation uh, voice and what what that sounds like and all of those, you know, all of those things. Because what happens is I've heard it so many times when candidates say, this doesn't sound like me. And the reason they say that is because they don't realize that it's actually not supposed to sound like them, right? So these are the most common mistakes that I have seen doc students make when dealing with the three Ps, you know, the people, the processes, and then their paper. But I will tell you, let me give you five things that I see successful candidates do. Number one, they usually had a daily and weekly writing schedule. Number two, they always had graduate mentors, whether that was the professors or maybe that was another student that recently graduated, but they always had mentors. They always, always had mentors. Um, They also always hooked up with students that were excited about writing. I remember working in the lab And they would always, um, there was a similar group, there was a little group that would always book the lab on Saturdays and they would have like writing parties. So I would call them parties, but they always linked up with people who had like a like mind and was interested in writing. The only way you can get better at writing is by, yeah, you guessed it, writing. And number three, they hired editors and writing coaches early on. Yep. And they planned for it. Number four, they conference with their chair often. Yeah, they did. I would walk by my mentor's uh, office and she was also my boss at the time. And these people would always be in her 
office talking about their study. Yeah. And those people were also the ones when it was time to propose or defend. They were very comfortable talking about their study because they never stopped talking about it. And the last thing is they participated all the time in conferences throughout their program. Now, let me tell you something. That is a secret right there that I've just given you for free. If you want to be super confident and super prepared when you defend or propose, then start booking conferences. Start applying for conferences. Start looking for conferences so that you can present. The more you talk about your study, the more you'll be confident presenting when it's time for you to propose and defend. And there you have it. I've just been basically giving you all of the gems, not all of the gems. Now, there are some tricks that I have up my sleeve that I'm going to save just for the workshop. But you guys know what I say. You decided to do this. And I say that for a reason. I say that because when people start whining about the work that goes into being a doctoral student, I always remind them that this is not something that is mandatory. This is not something that is required. So I say that intentionally because I always want you to know that this is something you decided to do. So when you do it, do it well. Head on over to Dissertation Doctors. Check out all of the workshops. I know we have uh, write 50 pages in seven days, write 20 pages in one day, paraphrase like a pro so that you won't get dinged for plagiarizing. Yep. Check that one out. And then I think this one will be up. Yeah. Uh, the processes, the paper and the people are in a different order, but you get what I'm saying. So check out all of our workshops. And if you are interested in becoming uh, an editor and making money and building a business, yeah, then go ahead and send me an email. You guys know what I say. You decided to do this. So in all you do, do it well. See you next time. Bye.